I'm Harrison. And I'm Amir. And we believe that one of life's most valuable assets is the gift of conversation. In the midst of life, sometimes we forget the true power of a deep, meaningful conversation. So take a breath, come join us, and let's talk about life. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Let's Talk About Life podcast. My name is Harrison King. And my name is Amir. And uh, we are going to talk about the law of attraction. At least that's what we're going to start with, yeah? I think mm-hmm. that's the plan. Amir brought this up, so I'm going to let you take the lead uh, okay. when we start this conversation. Got it, you're, you're going <laughs> to hand it right over me. Okay, yeah, straight into the deep end. Um, okay, so for me, a lot of people are going to not like what I what I have to say. Oh. Lots of people are, yeah, lots of people are not going to like what I have to say. Um, lots of people are going to disagree with me. Lots of people are going to, uh, well, I don't know. Yeah. What is some people might not like what I have to say, but this is my personal views, you know, kind of with the law of attraction and kind of this, the, the entire field around it, you know, now keep in mind, I I've read like the, the secret I've read, you know, I've looked into all the things I've read all the, I forgot what's her name, Rhonda Byrne. I don't know all of the stuff around, you know, the secret. And, you know, I've had my fair share of like, you know, visualization meditations and all those things. And I definitely do think there's something to it. You know, I think there is something to it. I think focusing on what you want, what you want to create makes you more likely to achieve those things, right? But I wouldn't for myself go so far as to say that necessarily our thoughts create things or perhaps attract things to us. I think in in many ways, it can be an over-exaggeration of kind of our mind's capacity Mm. And okay, so okay, I can hear, I can feel people getting heated up already. No, like, what no, the no, hell no. are you talking about? Okay, right. Um, because basically, like the one thought that I've always had with the law of attraction, as a, a skeptic myself, has been okay. You know, one can attract wealth if one focuses on it and visualizes it and acts as if it has already happened. That kind mm. of thing. Um, then why is Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and Warren Buffett why are they not law of attraction teachers? Right? Why is Rhonda Byrne not the richest person on the face of the planet? Right? Mm. One could then say, oh, perhaps they don't have enough faith to attract these things or you didn't believe it enough, which gets into a really, really, you know, dark underside, which kind of is reminiscent of kind of a negative side that I've seen growing up in Christian circles. It's like, oh, you just didn't have enough faith. That's why the prayer didn't come true. I personally really dislike that. You know, it's like, oh, you just sort of had more faith. Or like you didn't have enough faith and that's why your child got sick. You know, like that, that gets really, you know, I I really don't like that. And so that's kind of the dark underbelly that I see to Mm. kind of the law of attraction community. You know, the entire lack of faith thing. Right. And secondly, I think, in, in ways like, yes, the brain produces an electrical signal and yes, things can vibrate. But I think the the neural the neuroelectric component that's talked about in the law of attraction and vibration and everything like that, I think is over overplayed mm. and is um, perhaps exaggerated. You know, like, yes, there are electrical impulses in the brain, but not perhaps to the extent that we perhaps are told by 
you know, law of attraction proponents and mm -hmm. those kinds of things. Um, because like, you know, if frequencies in my mind, if frequencies attracted things, then mixing engineers <laughs> would be able to, you know, tune into all the frequencies <laughs> and like, you know, it's like I've, I've listened to like a 432 tone being played, you know, just isolated as a sine wave, you know? Right. Um, right. So like when I listen to like, uh, align your vibration meditation which of course i've listened to plenty <laughs> you know like all these align your vibration meditations i feel mm -hmm. like okay wait uh what i'm just okay mixing engineers ears i'm like okay i hear the frequencies um i'm still here that's <laughs> still chilling right. you know right so those are kind of my thoughts on the entire law of attraction thing i think what it is, though, like the useful bit, it's not entirely criticisms. Like I'm skeptical of the more pseudo-spiritual side, mm -hmm. pseudo-scientific spiritual side. But I definitely think there is something powerful in focusing on one's goals and in one want, in what one wants to create because mm -hmm. it activates our reticular activating system, right? Um, the reticular activating system, if you're unfamiliar, is like kind of the thing that makes us aware of things. So, for example, in this, like when you, I don't know, when you buy a new car... You know, like, let's say you buy a red Tesla. Suddenly, all of a sudden, you start noticing, wait, what? Why are there so many more so red many. Teslas around right. the world? We're, uh, bleh, why can't I not speak English today? <laughs> along, <laughs> along the road. It's not necessarily that people started buying more Teslas. It's just that you became aware of them, right? Or, for example, right now, um, you know, around your room, find the color green. Right. Right. You start to see green or find the color red, right? The reticular activating system, I think that's what gets activated when we visualize and we mm -hmm. act as if things have already happened right right and so that reticular activating system because we're more um we're more exposed not necessarily exposed but because we see more of the opportunities and we see more of what we want to create then we take action on that and thus that's what we create so mm -hmm. i think focus you know focus and action are the useful parts of of the law of attraction for me what are your okay. thoughts so I just want to clarify because it's really interesting. Um, so you're you're not saying you don't believe necessarily in it. You're you're saying the you're skeptical of the part that's like energy and frequency related, right? Like like that kind of thing, um, or or the strength of it. And you're not saying it doesn't work where you put your energy or you think in of this, like you're talking about. You think of the car, or you think of I need whatever this. I don't know job opportunity or whatever, and then you start seeing those types of job opportunities. Um, you're, you're saying, yeah, more from a biological kind of like how your brain works way, right? Mm -hmm. That it, it does, does work, right? Yeah. So I think what I'm saying, if I were to sum it up, I think I, I'm skeptical of the law of attraction when it says that one can attract something kind of just by visualizing and mm. thinking about it and it will appear, right? I think action is required. You know, mm -hmm. action is required yeah. to bridge yeah, the gap. Yeah. You know, yeah. like one can't visualize themselves into the richest person on earth. Um, and so I think what it comes down to is action and focus mm. for me. So I'm skeptical kind of of the, of the you know, the ener energy bit and the, the like align yourself vibrationally with, you know, like align yourself to the frequency of what you want to attract. Um that kind of wording I'm a little skeptical of. Mm. Yeah. 
yeah that that kind of wording okay okay is what no, i got to love and also like the the power of like intention and our thoughts like attracting things to us i think right for me it's not necessarily i i don't think our thoughts attract things to us i think our thoughts condition our focus and so what we focus on is what we go towards and what we take action on that's right. kind of the yeah yeah okay yeah and i and i would agree with you i would agree with you i think that also though i i more than you but like uh kind of lean towards the actual um energetic field and, and frequencies in that sense and now i don't like fully rely on that i'm not gonna say lay on my bed and go okay i am going to get blah 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 today and then mm. it happens you know what i mean like but i i think i guess i would approach it like or i do approach it uh kind of merging both of those with probably more of a focus on what you're talked about which is like where are you focusing your your um your time and energy how are you putting that into action you know um so i'm not just again sitting here and, and like trying to do that but I, I i think that that is i do think that that is an aspect of it that is at least um um important to me and that i think does work like and i would argue that part of the reason maybe you feel like it and i don't know if it's true but when i hear you say that it makes me wonder if the part of the reason that you haven't like uh felt that that works is that you're being so analytical and that if you almost like care a little less and you really just like lean into it then then it will actually have that effect on on it now i don't know if that's true or not and i'm not saying you're wrong but I'm I'm curious if like if you were to stop thinking so much about it and just kind of like somebody that wasn't to think about it so much and just kind of like went into it and was like you know a true true believer it will it will it work more I don't know it's interesting to think about but mm -hmm. I I do use it I I've never thought of it as like the law of attraction like people say it all the time and there's like Instagram pages with like affirmations mm -hmm. in the logic mm -hmm. I'm like <laughs> I don't I'm not sure I'm like I'm with that you know but but I think just I mean we've we've mentioned it before. Uh, I don't know if it's here or just the two of us, but uh, I, I do like, you know, things that I want or that I, I, I can see like my life in the future, for example, you know, when I say like, like long term kind of uh, values and how I want to be happy and, and the people I want to have around me, all that kind of stuff I would like put into that category of kind of law of attraction, but I would never actually say that like I'm not approaching it with the skills that you would may maybe find in that book. Or whatever, like I'm, I'm just like constantly believing something to be true that isn't currently happening. Now I don't know where that falls or what you think, but that's how I like approach this stuff. And I would say that it is has something to do with that. I think that that is at play. Whether it is a energetic or spiritual thing or a mental thing, it works. I don't really care to be honest. I just know that it does work. It brings me peace knowing that I can have the ability to kind of get whatever I want, not in like a sh uh, selfish, like greedy way, but like you're, you're able to do anything you want. If you, if you really like believe that it will happen. Um, so I guess that's kind of where I'm at. I don't know if that makes any sense, but like, I'm not like really one way or another, I believe kind of in the, the whole frequency thing. And I mean, that's a different, we can come back to that in a second. Cause I have something, something to say about the whole frequency. Um, I don't know. Spectrum. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> my EQ curve of life. And uh, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> um, that's kind of where I'm at. So I think I use it, but not in the way that maybe they would talk about in like a book like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I totally I, I agree with you. Like, I think focusing on something 
like focusing on what it is that you want to create, like visualizing is incredibly important to goal achievement. Mm -hmm. You know, I think um, if you know what it is and you're clear on what it is that you want to create, you know, and what you want to have around you, then of course, you know, your reticular activating system will be, you know, activated and thus, you know, you'll be able to find those things around you and bring those people into your life. Um, I, I, I do think like, definitely i <laughs> i definitely wax a little bit more analytical <laughs> yeah analytical in, in my head um and i think i think for me kind of where where my i guess my my own hesitation lies is more so in my own experience growing up in the church and everything right you know, um it it feels kind of like a, a new age version of prayer you know, mm, it yep. is pretty yeah, yeah. useful, you know, like put your intention out, you know, put your intention out into the, you know, into the universe or like at least affirm it to yourself, you know, but I think the entire like, you know, I need to believe something in order for it to be true or I need to believe that something is true in order to attract it. I've kind of had issues with that myself because kind of um, it, how do I say, I think it, it, like on the flip side, okay, I can create whatever I want with enough belief. But then on the other side, you know, if I'm, you know, not thinking the right way, or if I don't have the right beliefs, then if I get sick, or if my kid gets sick, right, was that because I wasn't thinking right. the right things? Yes. You know, if like tragedies happen to people, like I was talking about this with with Annie as well, you know, like, let's say, say like, a massive historical tragedy, you know, like, think of whatever you want to think about did all those people perish or suffer because they weren't thinking in the right emotional vibration like did they attract that suffering onto them you know like mm. that's the dark underbelly where i i'm like oh you know like that's, right you know that doesn't sit right with me um that being said though i do think belief is incredibly important to goal actualization you mm -hmm. know like believe in yourself and like you will act in a way that radiates well <laughs> radiates the wrong word that i want to use but you will act in a way that is in alignment with kind of um, confidence, you know, right. when you're confident in your abilities to do something, will you do better at it? Yeah, most definitely. And so I think that's kind of what it comes down to on like a helpful practical level. I'm curious though, what you, what you, um, have to say like about like frequencies and, you know, in our right. experience as producers and mixing engineers, <laughs> you know, how do you EQ, what's the EQ curve of your life looking like? Uh, isn't that great? That's so funny. I said that I was like, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I uh, just one sec before you get there, though, because you said um, you were talking about like specifically like religious people in the uh, like using prayer to be like, I I didn't pray hard enough or like the right mm -hmm. things. Then my child got sick. That's the example you used. Mm -hmm. I think I think that uh, that is not that's not fully the law of attraction because or that that it doesn't work because it requires action like you said like i think the the issue there in my 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 opinion is that it's it's can be a person who's fully putting their like um i don't know i guess you could say faith but whatever like in something else whatever mm -hmm. it is that they're believing in or or praying to and it's putting the onus off of them. And I think mm. in any situation, mm -hmm. even spiritually, you still have to take responsibility for something. Mm -hmm. So like I, I'm not sitting here personally, like praying to God, but sometimes I'll like, 
I don't know, talk to the universe because I feel like there's something out there. I don't know. I want to just put it out there. But but I'm not like, I'm not going to do anything in universe like get me 100% in this class this this term, you know, like make it happen. It's like, no, maybe if that could be an aspect to like support. I mean, I guess I look at it as like it's a support system to what you're doing already. Is that right? I don't know. But that's what I think I think is like maybe what you're you're kind of hinting at there, right? With the whole mm-hmm. thing of this, totally people, so they, you can like take the action out, and it's like now I'm I'm fully relying on something else, somebody else, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. um, an energy source, and like, and then where is the where is the personal like uh, like responsibility, right? You lose that. Mm-hmm. I think you need that personal responsibility. So you could you could fully be in the like energetic realm of like I am, you know, attracting things laying in my bed great but you have to do something i think like i think there has to be a step because like um at least on the current you know realm that we're in talking <laughs> that's not a thing that is happening where it's like it'll just happen without you doing anything now that might exist in some other dimension or i don't know like whatever but mm-hmm. in this current state i don't think it's it's possible at least it hasn't been proven to be fully possible without um, you know, action yourself. You know what I mean? Now, yeah, I frequencies. Totally agree. Um, what I was gonna say is that that I I people say you know sometimes, uh, you 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 like move out of relationships. It's a common thing. People like make new friends and they change in life, or whatever. But I I feel like you genuinely resonate with people that are at a similar frequency than you, energetic, or they have similar energy that they're putting out. You could liken that to interests or like um, whatever, those kinds of the values, right? But I think that there's like, I think there's a reason you and I get along so well and, and connect is because there is a frequency and energetic aspect to life. I fully believe this. Um, if you don't, that is totally fine. That is is supporting, we obviously have similar interests. We obviously have all these other things, you know what I mean? But on top of that, I think there's this 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 frequency thing and now if at some point one of us kind of changes our frequency you know or or uh, where we are in the energy field we may start to have problems where our interests may still be the same but we're having issues and it could be that i believe that i fully believe that i don't know where you stand on that that topic but um i think that is like a very uh um crucial thing and i often look at things in the sense of energy now people say energy it's like a you know la word <laughs> but <you laughs> yeah know, san fran yeah. exactly but but i i genuinely like um i know a lot of people be like well i, I really feed off your energy and i feel it i'm like it's like it's a thing people say um mm-hmm. i also say it but like i i genuinely feel like uh, sometimes way more than others it's not like i'm like an energy god or some weird thing but mm-hmm. every once in a while i'll be like i can genuinely feel like there's something more than physical happening here and i feel like i'm tapping into it so mm-hmm. it may be something else but I, I feel it and that's what causes me to believe that so that's where i'm at and i want to know what you think mm-hmm. yeah okay well yeah first of all i totally agree with you on the personal responsibility bit that is it you know it's about putting the action back into the law of attraction 
Right? Oh, the this guy. Is the important thing, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, so I completely agree with you. You know, personal responsibility ultimately it still does come down to you. Is visualization helpful? Yes, for sure. You know, you will be more likely to achieve your goals. You know, and or to create whatever it is that you want to create when you visualize it and you know what you want clearly and you take action towards it. I totally right. agree with you. Mm-hmm. Personal responsibility. Um, as for the energetic realm, you know, like for myself personally, I just don't know. You know. Could it be? You know, I wouldn't be against it. I'm totally open to it. I just don't mm-hmm. really have too much of an opinion on it. I do think there is something more than just this physical, you know, just this physical space, this physical realm. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I don't know what it is and I won't, you know, pretend to have all the answers. Um, could it be something energy and frequency related? Sure. You know, why not? I'd be completely open to that. But um, yeah, for me, I just, I, I just don't know. <laughs> for me, I, I don't know. And I think like the the way that I approach it actually no I'm curious like um like with um kind of like what you've learned so far about energy and frequency how that like like how how do you um like practically like what do you do to maintain like you know your like to maintain your energy to like take care of yourself in that kind of way what are some of the practices on a practical level mm. that you do so there's like the things that I, whenever you ask some sort of like question like this, I say meditation, I say blah, blah, mm-hmm. you know, there's that. Mm-hmm. But those are like actions that you can do if, even if you don't believe in this stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can you a lot of it is like, I, I, and maybe, I don't know if anybody else does this. This is what I do and it works for me. It doesn't mean it's right. Um, but like, I, I'm, I'm very visual about things often. So like I, I, you know, close my my eyes and I'm like mm-hmm. seeing things when I'm imagining whatever, right? So I can't, I don't have a sense, neither of us or as humans have a sense to like actually uh, experience this energetic field, right? Like there's something out there, but we just don't have the sense to see it or whatever, right? So I like to visualize it as something. And, and so like my room here, I've recently started redoing my room, uh, YouTube video coming soon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, um, you know, I did a thing with, with my, uh, my aunt, who's a hypnotherapist and I was feeling like my room needed a change up. I find it's really important. I think a lot of people would agree that your environment, you know, where you're like your home environment, um, is really impacts how you feel, you know, it could be many different things. On the energetic side of things, we did this, we did this uh, hypnotherapy session and she got me to visualize kind of my room in an energetic field, like kind of a state. And I was like, the corners are black. That's what I told her instantly. I don't know why. I just said it. And I was like, this is it. Like the, the corners, everything in the middle is kind of okay, but it feels like the corners are dirty. And she's like, okay, it's like the outside world is kind of seeping into your space. So let's get rid of that. And, and we did this thing. I did it visually because, again, I'm very visual. And I like visually in my mind, however I see it, right? It's like mist or whatever. I got rid of this like kind of dark energy or, or maybe spots of like corners of my room where like there was uh, maybe a lack of like positive energy that I felt. And I got rid of it. And like it wasn't fully gone in my mind before we left. But over the course of the week, I did more of it, more of it. And then I started to feel better. And I started to feel like my room was in more of this use this kind of this space um that i that i wanted it to to be energetically and when i walk from out in the hallway into my room i feel personally a shift in that i could be 
having a bad day, something could be going on that's really bad out there between friends or whatever, you know, it doesn't happen often. But if that's the case, and I come in here, and I will feel different, because personally, there's a there's a uh, difference between the energy out there and in here. So that's one little thing recently that I've done. And and then since that's happened, that was kind of a big like thing for me. I was like, whoa, this actually really impacted me. Again, I don't really because I, I know your mind is going well, like, what is happening there? How is that actually working? I'm like, I don't really care, to be honest, I just know it helped. So I'm going to do it that way again. And if it works, great. Mm -hmm. totally. um, and I kind of treat situations like that. I treat people like that. Um, if I feel like, you know, this person is really and it can shift day to day, you know, you go to whatever work or school, and you see somebody and they're having a bad day, you can feel that right. And if I'm feeling that like, I just uh, treat myself as though I have this kind of bubble around me, which is taking the space I just talked about in my room, but it's on me at all times. So if you and I get together and you're having a bad day and I can feel that you've kind of got this negative energy and, and bad energy and we're not really resonating together. Look at me using these words. Oh my God, I sound crazy. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I find that if I really, now obviously it's easy to like feed into that, really easy to feed into that. But if I'm trying to be conscious of it, I'm like, you're current energetic state isn't going to affect me because I have this kind of bubble that's always around me that has this, this, um, this energetic field that I feel safe and comfortable in, and it feels like good for me. And that's how I've been trying to treat uh, situations, people, objects, even objects like uh, people, man, people are gonna think I'm so crazy right now if they're not into this, because because I sound crazy. But like, I recently tried to get a new coffee machine, okay, bought it, I went out, I, I'm into espresso, everybody. I love it. It's crazy. It's a ridiculous world. It's amazing. It's great art. And I, yes, great I art. enjoy my latte art. So I had this little machine and I was like, it's time for an upgrade. I'm going to go get another one. So I went to uh, Facebook Marketplace. I went out, you know, whatever, half an hour, um, drove and, and picked it up and I got there and I wasn't feeling right. Something didn't feel right. We talked about gut instinct the other day, right? Mm -hmm. And and I'm like, this didn't feel right. But I was like, it's okay. I really wanted the machine. So I got it. And I was like, it's fine. Got home. It didn't work, right? It didn't work. The machine was was uh, faulty, and it was a used thing. The guy was super nice. It was great. So I really lucked out. So I, I told him, I was like, by the way, this is what happened. Doesn't work. I tried everything. Great. Took it back. He uh, and and he, um, you know, refunded me. It was it was fine. It all worked out. But I came home, and I was like, you know, I I'm trying to get a new machine. This one didn't feel right. Like, I really, I really like this machine. It's not really doing everything I want. There's a reason I'm talking about this, all this, by the way. It's not really doing maybe what I want coffee-wise, but I, I feel some sort of, like, energetic connection to this machine. If I were to go get another one right now, I feel like, like there's, there's, there's a difference between that. And, and I need to fully develop this relationship with this inanimate object, as crazy as it sounds, and then feel like I can move on to the next thing. So since then, I've been I've just really leaned into this. And I'm like, you know what, this is like my machine, I'm gonna I'm gonna treat it well. And I'm gonna, um, gonna associate this positive energy with the actual object. And 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 things have been great. I'm like, you know, what? I don't actually need a machine right now. And when I eventually do, I'll make sure that I have that kind of like, quote, unquote, connection with it. And as mm -hmm. again, as crazy as that sounds, it dramatically impacts my life. So uh, I don't know what is actually going on in my brain, but that's what I'm thinking and that's how I'm operating and that's what's going on. Now, I bet you had no idea about that, Amir, and I want to know what you think. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, totally. I think 
I, okay. I think intuition is incredibly important. I think you're onto something, you know, I think Mm -hmm. there's that gut connection to something, you know, whether something is, you know, not sitting quite right. And then you go Mm -hmm. home and then you figure it out. I feel like we both definitely have that. um, We have that intuitive side for sure. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, on the Myers-Briggs type indicator, which is, you know, not 100% scientific, but it is helpful. You know, it is a helpful tool. You know, I think we both are definitely very ENFJ and being intuitive. So we can like, like, I don't know, like we're empathetic or like we can like feel whether things sit right. And I think it's more so like, you know, a gut kind of knowing, I don't know, like the, the subconscious mind like knows things. Yeah. Right. Yes, knows yes. things and it's felt in the body. You know, it's a bodily knowing, not an analytical mm-hmm. knowing. And so I think it's definitely, you know, important to get in touch with kind of the deepest part of ourselves, right. To get in touch with our body and just being conscious and being present with that. You know, I think that's, mm. you know, that's incredibly useful and whatever heuristic helps you get to that place, whether it's thinking about it from an energetic point of view or whether thinking about it from a, I don't know, gut brain link, you know, uh, whatever, you know, whatever paradigm you use, I think it, it leads to the same place. If it helps you live a good life and doesn't hurt anyone, you know, then great. Keep doing it. Right. You know? Exactly. Like, I think that's, you know, that's what it comes down to with, I think everything that we've been talking about. What do you think about, what I said, at least the technique, I guess you could call it, um, about like my room. What do you think about mm. that? Mm-hmm. I think visualization is incredibly helpful because I think it it helps our brain kind of organize itself, you know, because the human brain, what I've learned so far, the the human brain is evolved to have really good memory in two places. One is visual two is spatial for very obvious reasons we need to remember kind of where the source of water is we need to remember what the berry that is poisonous looks like we need to remember what a predator looks like right we need to remember where home is so visual and spatial that's how our brain has kind of evolved to process things in the most efficient way and so when we kind of go into our own internal space Right. Because, you know, when we go into our own psyche and we kind of apply these visual and spatial kind of paradigms to it or visualizations, it kind of helps us clear. Uh, yeah, it kind of helps us clear whatever subconscious clutter is in our mind. You know, um, that reminds me of a technique that I used to help me get to sleep. If I'm like really overthinking a lot that night, I will visualize in my head that there are two people talking outside of a window. And they're talking really loudly and I'll walk up to the window and I will close the window, right? So I'll close two doors on the side of the window and I'll close it and I can't hear them anymore. And then the overthinking subsides and then I go to sleep, right? Or another thing that I use is, for example, if it's like, I don't know, too bright or too loud in my head, I will imagine a mixing board and I will turn the volume down like Mm. in my head, right? And I think that's, it's just like the visual and the spatial is actually your brain, like, I'm actually turning down the volume of my thoughts in my brain, but I'm just using a visualization to do it, right? Or like I'm actually clearing the subconscious clutter from my mind, but I'm just using a visualization to do it, mm-hmm. you know? Because like you are doing the underlying action. It's just right. that this is the visualization that comes alongside of that, you know? Um, so I think it's definitely very helpful, you know? And I think it's very cool how the brain, you know, does that and how like kind of, whatever paradigm you use, as long as it works for you, um, 
like whatever helps you get the result that you're looking for, then keep on doing it. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> exactly. You know? And and I think that that's where like things like this can, it can be hard for people to even like start or just like continue with things because everybody's like, you need to do it this way. And this mm. it's just, it's, it's kind of like almost human nature to be like, I, it works for me. So it has to work for everybody else. And it's like, mm-hmm. probably doesn't work for like a large majority of people. Like everybody's different. So Mm-hmm. So I think that's what is important. What we're obviously like covering here today is is mm-hmm. you and I talking about similar things, but approaching them very differently and mm-hmm. and maybe getting the same result, but not taking the same path, which is like mm-hmm. just so cool. important to like remember that if you learn one way or if you, you know, just you you act one way and it's easier to to get things and like everybody else around you doesn't do it that way. It doesn't matter. Like if you're able to get the result or do the thing that you want or whatever, um, then like continue doing it the way you're doing it. Like you said, like um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? Mm, Yeah. And that reminds me, and I've been thinking about this a lot this week, the most important advice that I've ever gotten. I'm not sure if I mentioned this in a past episode, you know, but the most important advice that I've ever received. You want to know what it is? What? (laughs) It's to stop taking advice. Yeah, you did mention this and it's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, right. Knowing when to stop taking advice. So, you know, if you haven't listened to the past episodes, which you definitely should, dear listeners and viewers, um, basically, you know, knowing when to stop taking advice is incredibly important because as we've discussed in life, you know, it's at the end of the day, you're forging your own path and no one knows your circumstance and your situation better than you do. Mm -hmm. Right. And you know, what works for one person might not work for them again. You know, if you were right. to take like, I don't know, someone who's really successful in whatever area, whether that's relationships, finance or business or whatever, you know, someone who's really successful and you have them do the same thing that they did like 20 years ago and you have them do it again today and follow all their own advice, they probably wouldn't be successful, right? So yeah. it's dependent on the time, it's context. It's, you know, there is no rule book or as Kapil Gupta says there is no prescription for life right if you find if you're looking for prescriptions then ultimately you're going to like be attached to kind of the prescription or the methodology instead of the actual thing that it points you towards Mm -hmm. you know um yeah so i think you know that that's incredibly important you know figuring it out and you know living your own life and doing it on your own terms which is very interesting segue to kind of what we've been both going through you know Mm. like life-wise you know just for the viewers out there like i'm on the precipice of a huge decision you know like i might be moving to the east coast and might be doing completely different things you know than i am now and sort of i'm trying to like i'm I'm trying to stay grounded and remember that yo i don't got to take advice for everything that i I just got to figure it out and do it for myself and i know that harrison you know you also have Mm -hmm. your own big i guess just i guess identity like you're you're figuring out your your identity and kind of like you know what you want to do vision wise you know moving forward and all those things and i think you know tying it all together you know i think we're all learning to live for the first time as you as you often say exactly yeah exactly i think it's always a good reminder when i hear people like share ways that they do things and it's like not the same now it can be hard though when like you're trying to learn how to do something or you're trying to like especially with life like you you talk to people like you said like maybe you're getting advice from like a business mentor or even just like your parent and they may share something that they did 
and like it maybe just can't happen now like buying a house for example is very challenging yeah. because of What's the price that? of things <laughs> and uh -huh. and and so it's like that's where it gets i guess challenging and and maybe frustrating like a little bit where where um everybody does do things differently and does learn differently so it it can be hard to get advice or like um kind of a referral on how to do something um, if you really genuinely need it or like want it as as like a form of uh, just support to figure out what you're doing. And and then everybody does it different. And then it's like, well, I don't know what works for me. And mm -hmm. and I guess to that, I would say like, I've just I've just through that. I've been there. I continue to be there. And like, you just got to pick something and try it. And if it doesn't work, then that was the wrong thing. Pick another one. And like it's it will be fine and get sorted out. Um, but I think that's just an important reminder to everybody, regardless of your age, because, because you can get so, well, like we talked about the, the door thing, you can get so caught up in like trying to decide what door to go through and mm. down along, you know, and, and just, you need to just start opening them to figure out where to go. Right. Instead of, instead of planning forever. So I think that's really what it comes down to is like, just, just trying stuff and mm. like, in this specific context, like methods, try different ways of doing things. And that's mm. how you'll find what works. Like, I mean, even a perfect example is this podcast. Like, mm. like we were just talking earlier and it's like, um, well, this is what now episode eight. So by the time this is out, hopefully, you know, this method works, but, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I don't know. I've never run a podcast before. I don't know exactly the strategy to do it. I've talked to and heard from a lot of people that have successful podcasts. I know what they mm -hmm. did, but they're not in my shoes, you know, so I could do everything. Mm -hmm. And I've tried to implement things that they've done and I'm I have no success. And they're like, this is what really helped me. I'm like, I don't know. So I just will continue to try things and then eventually it will work. And I'll go, this is what works for me. It's a combination of a bunch of things. And the only way to do that is to try a bunch of different methods. So I feel like that's mm -hmm. kind of like the, uh, the takeaway for me, at least from, from mm -hmm. what we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally agree. I think the interesting thing you'll find, you know, talking about the doors thing that we brought up, you know, before, you know, oftentimes you'll find that <laughs> the doors will lead you to the same place. You know, right. different paradigms, different ways of thinking about things. I was thinking about this, actually. Um, Annie and I were going for a hike, like, I think yesterday. Yeah, we were going for a hike yesterday or the day before. I forget. Um, and it was, you know, so beautiful. We were hiking in Pacific Spirit Park over here in Vancouver. If you know it, oh, so nice. I can't believe we have this, honestly, in the city. It, it's beautiful. And, you know, we were just sitting on a park bench, like, for... I don't know, 15, 30 minutes, just, you know, meditating, just complete, you know, silence and just being still with nature and kind of a realization came to me as we reached a crossroads in the trail. And I kind of like thought about it, but then it made me think about, you know, my own life at the end of the day, you know, barring crazy, huge exceptions, cause you know, you can't plan for those, but you know, at the end of the day, no matter which path you choose on the trail, you are still going to be wherever you are right? Wherever you go, there you are, right? And so if you can't find happiness or peace of mind where you're currently standing or satisfaction where you currently are standing, then if you go further down the trail, you're just going to be more tired. Mm -hmm. It's going to be harder to find that. And so I think what it was a helpful reminder to me of was that, you know, the quality of the present moment, the quality of your present moment experience determines the quality of your future experiences, right? 
And also just mm. knowing that at the end of the day, no matter what path you choose to go down, you will be okay if you can be okay in the present. You know? It's a really good analogy. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, like we kind of reached the crossroads and I was like, oh, let me get all philosophical. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait, I need to think. Let me be dramatic. And then I and then I had to like, yo, can you take a video of me? And I was just like standing at the middle of the crossroads. Like, left, oh my right. gosh. I love it. <laughs> you know. Most people go um, to a coffee shop and they just get a coffee and Amir goes and he just, he has like a philosophical, like he analyzes the menu and he's like, this is why they have this here. And this is why exactly, I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's my uh my analytical ass i think um definitely over the last year what i found is that okay if i were to sum it up for myself and i'm curious you know like what what it's like for yourself like i feel like i have analytical brain but then i also have like kind of you know, just feeling and intuition and all those things. yeah mm-hmm. and i feel like last year so 2021 was kind of the year of getting in touch with kind of my feelings and my intuition like doing therapy doing the healing work and all the journaling all those kinds of things right i feel like that was definitely the year of feeling and know intuition and i'm not not saying like it's a black and white thing that's a spectrum as with everything you know i feel like that was 2021 i feel like 2022 has more so been the year of me being like really analytical a little bit more i guess t thinking like less feeling but more so like t analysis you know thinking charts spreadsheet kind of thing and like kind of getting my emotions kind of in in check Cause like, oh, Hey, I healed the stuff. Okay. Now how can I manage my emotions and my psychology and direct it in a logical way? So I feel like that's been 2022 for me. I wonder what has that been like for you? Like, have you ever had like a Mm. analytical phase? Have you ever had like a super intuitive, like, like what does that look like for you? Most of my life has been analytical, analytical, very really. And I'm, I would actually say that I'm less shifting away from it. I'm actually losing it intentionally parts of it like it's not like so i I, right now i would feel the opposite of you i feel like this year school year i mean 2022 and and kind of the fall but specifically since the beginning i guess this year 2022 that i've gone more into that kind of feeling uh, focus maybe like all that stuff we just talked about like you know a year ago harrison would have said that you're crazy i mean i still think sometimes (laughs) i am but um but i'm like happy with those those things and it works for me um and i think that like i said i i I actually feel like i've gone um more that way but it's not like the the scales have shifted but the scales shifted but also i'm like intentionally kind of pushing down some of that analytical mind because i'm so uh like at least i would say i don't know if it's instinctually at least i like i i grew up that way and thinking that way and i just really fed into it and i was so focused on the numbers and and the blah 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 like the analytics of life for Mm -hmm. so long and i think it caused me a lot of problems and i've realized that there's a lot of ways uh or or like situations where i really need to like not just try to focus more on emotion like literally just get rid of it get rid of it because it's not necessary and it works better if i focus on the emotional side of things so i think maybe in the grand scheme of things that's like balancing it out more because i spent so long being so analytical um and and that's changing but but i think it's like i've been thinking about this a lot lately and maybe we should talk about change next week because that'd be mm, cool um yeah, to just to fully get into it but i i feel like i've everybody i think has feel felt like they changed especially since the start of the the pandemic right everybody feels mm-hmm. because our, our circumstances change so of course you feel like you changed too 
But personally, I feel like it's been super strong, especially in the last couple months. Like, I feel almost like a different person sometimes, like, like in the way I think and the, the emotions I'm feeling and, and almost like values and like everything feels like it's changing. And, and I think that, again, I think we should talk about this, but for now, if anybody else is feeling that way, I want to encourage you to like lean into it. Don't, don't shy away from it. Cause it can be scary. Cause it's like, I've thought, and I'm like, I've seen pictures of myself. Pictures is an easy way to, you know, identify like a moment in time. I'm like, mm-hmm. even just a year ago or a couple came up that were like, you know, the beginning of, of my time here uh, at the school, which was like, it was three years ago, I think. And I was like, that is a different person. That's a different person. And I got a little sad because I was like, did I lose aspects of that, that, that uh, personality or person that I, that I was then? Obviously, it's still me, but did I lose aspects of that that I should have kept? Would I have been better off with them? You know, is this bad that I feel like it's so different than how I feel now? And, and uh, I think, like you just said, where you need to, like, wherever you are, what, what's, the, what's the quote, the specific quote? Wherever you go, there you are. Yeah. So, you know, I'm here right now. I'm not that person, and that's fine. Like, I think that I will continue to change, and I hope I do change because, because the person I am now is knows so much more than I did then, and it doesn't matter how different we are. As long as, in general, I feel like I'm getting better at life, I'm, I'm increasing my happiness and just overall well-being, then it doesn't really matter, right? Um, so... All that to say, if you're listening and you feel similarly, like you almost don't even know who you were and you feel like a different person, um, lean into it and be okay with it and just know that you are not alone and that that uh, like I'm with you on this, this journey and, and I think it's actually an exciting thing if you look at it that way. If you look at it being another, like it, it could be a depressing thing, but I don't think it needs to be. I think it, it should be an exciting thing because it means... You know, you watch TV shows and everybody loves when a new season of the TV show comes out. When that season of mm-hmm. that, when season four, the rest of season four of Ozark comes out in a couple of days, which I cannot <laughs> wait for. Oh my gosh. Um, mm-hmm. When that comes out, it's going to be different than season one of that show. The characters are different. The plot line's a little different. So I'm in whatever, season 22 of my life and it's different than season 19 and that's how it should be. So something to think about. We kind of got off topic, but. That's I wanted no, to share. That's that. that's going to be such a good topic for next week. I have so many thoughts about that, and I'm intentionally oh, holding myself back because I could release the floodgates yeah. right now. But no, wait, we'll save wait. that for next week. <laughs> this is good. Look at that. You got something to look forward to. You know, a little teaser. We're going to talk about change, and it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. We'll see you in a week, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode and want to support the show, make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Visit us on Instagram and TikTok at Let's Talk About Life Pod. And for more information, head on over to harrisonkingofficial.com forward slash podcast. Now it's time for you to get out there and have a deep, meaningful conversation in your own life.